0: Welcome to the Out What Now podcast. I'm your host, Megs Pulvermacher, and each week I'll be bringing you stories, interviews, and insightful conversations with queer folks, much like yourself, about how they've navigated the ups and downs of their coming out journeys so you can do the same while learning to love yourself more fully and live more boldly and authentically. Wherever you are in your coming out journey, know that you're right where you're supposed to be, you're loved, and we're so excited to be on the journey with you. What is happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Out What Now podcast. Super pumped to be hanging with you today. I suppose this is actually going to be a bit of a double feature, depending if you're listening to this in real time or if you're listening to it several months and or years down the road. I really don't know. What I do know is that right now it is the evening, 10 o'clock p.m., in fact, on November 3rd, which is the night after my 35th birthday, and I think birthdays just tend to put folks in kind of a reflective state, right? It's easy, not easy, but it's natural, I think, to get into a couple of different kinds of places. You can get into a space of gratitude, like, wow, I really made it this far. And It's so cool to be alive and lucky to be alive and have health and mobility and relationships and love in your life and all of those kinds of things. I think it can also be easy depending on where you are in life, what that number is, that you are... Leveling up to as the clock ticks by, whether you want to or not. I think it can be easy to and natural to get into a state of comparison about where you are in life as far as knowing who you are and hitting some of those societal benchmarks as far as being in a long term relationship or getting married or having kids or advancing in your career or even knowing what you want to do. I mean, uh, of all the people out there like who even really knows what it is that we actually want to do because it's always going to be evolving and all of that good stuff but I thought it was interesting just to look back on the last year and I've probably I've talked about this a bunch on the podcast I feel like certainly in life my life looks so different now as a 35 year and one day old human looks a lot different than when I was 34 and one day old. And in a lot of really cool, inspiring ways, not without mistakes and pain and sadness and moments and periods and days and weeks of not wanting to do anything or feeling uninspired or unengaged in my work or my friendships or my relationships or whatever. There's been a a whole mix of different things that have gone on over the past year. But I was thinking about last year at this time, I did a two-part episode on my birthday that was kind of laying out the different components or kind of the timeline of my coming out journey. And I believe I did it into like five different chunks and it took forever. And I remember it being a huge emotional grind, but I felt like it was important and kind of interesting because it had been to that point, a 20 year, two decade struggle. Much of that, half of that being one that was very, internal and kind of on my own, and then the inspiration for this podcast, all of the things that had happened since I had come out. And I think it was really important for me just as a human, but also as the host of this podcast and kind of the bringer of this message, as it were, to share what that journey had looked like for me up to that point and my thoughts about what I would want to share in this period of my life at this moment as a 35-year and one-day-old human is just so different. And I think the progression is really cool because what I notice about... The story I was telling and the message that I had last year was I was doing a lot of work at the time, and I have busted my inner work ass (laughs) over the past year to really do a lot of healing and looking inward and growing in love for myself, which has allowed me to grow in love for others and for the work I do and to show up very differently in the world. And that has been a really cool thing. But what I noticed about the message is that it was a lot of looking back, which is what I really needed to do over the past year was look back and kind of see where have I been that has led me to become the person I am in the moment and to really understand where I needed to heal at different places where I developed beliefs that were not loving toward myself or that led me to exhibit different behaviors that very clearly displayed a lack of belief in myself or love for myself and looking for that in a very external way. And be that from my parents' approval or trying to overemphasize fitness and nutrition and find uh, love for myself and acceptance from others with the way I look or perform in the gym or whatever. The different ways that I had gained accolades or recognition, being funny, being a good athlete, like doing all of this different stuff, that's great to get external praise or whatever. But a lot of it ended up, a lot of the things that I was doing ended up being rooted in a belief that i wasn't worthy of love without doing those things that i hadn't resolved this love for myself that i have now that is just constantly growing particularly in relation to my queerness because that is a a very intense ongoing journey i don't know that it'll ever be over but i have certainly made a shitload of progress over the past year in in figuring that out and it was really important for me over the past year to go back and look at how the past has informed where I am in the present moment and over the course of the year where I was in whatever the present moment was. That was really important for me to be able to do. And now where I'm at, what I'm finding in in the way that I'm being reflective this year is not so much how the past informs who I've become now, but the way I am now and being able to experience things more in the moment, I think. Uh, It's less trying to make sense of what has already been. Not that that's not important. It's of course important to integrate all of the different pieces of yourself and The past is an important piece. But I think I'm better at now looking at things that are occurring in the moment, results that I'm getting either in relationships or my energy or my health or the way that I'm communicating or in my friendships and how I'm spending my time. The results that I'm getting in the now Um, Whether they are good or bad or desired or not or optimal or a little more challenging or whatever, I'm using a lot of the information that I'm getting in the current moment to inform where I want to go and using it as an opportunity to learn more about myself because that is something that I have become so much more obsessed with, which is such a 180 from where I think I was, uh, well, over a year ago, I think I was on the path kind of to healing at this time last year, but it's, it's like this, I don't know. I didn't make any notes, so (laughs) I'm just kind of going with it here. But, um, I think before I, Spent a lot of time avoiding getting to know myself because it scared me to get to know myself because I was pretty sure I wasn't going to like it. The all of the integrations of the queer part to what that would mean for the way I am in friendships and relationships and my work um, with my family in the way that I take care of myself and spend my time and and all of that. I think I really had a fear of getting to know myself. And now with the healing that I've done, I'm in such a space where it's really more a game of being like, because I'm worthy of love and I know I really cannot mess this up. I really cannot mess this up. All of the the things that I want to do or that I want to take risks on are going to, generally speaking, be fixable or they're going to be a lesson to learn from and I'm going to learn something new about myself, how I operate, what my values are, what I really want. And it's exciting for me now to learn new things about myself and really dig in to some of those more... Depthy places to that can be painful at times because that does require going back into the past. But now it's more like, oh, I can use that as a clue and not as a judgment about myself or what I should have done or what I should have thought or what I should have come to believe. It's more about, um, understanding new things and using that to go forward, which I think is actually a great segue into the other episode that you can find immediately after this one, which uh, is with my coach who has helped me a lot in just navigating this self-love journey, I guess, and all of the things that that healing has allowed me to do over the past year with my business and personal life and all of those things. The one and only Andrea Parker and her wife are her wife Mel are the ones I'm talking to in the next episode that you'll be able to find. And they have been super inspirational for me in, I I guess, feeling more hopeful and confident in my ability to create whatever life it is that I want. And I kind of got into this space of of thinking about this and what I wanted to say, because I knew I wanted to do just like a little quick episode where I could just spew some birthday reflections to you. I don't even know that it'll necessarily come across super clear or be a really helpful point for you, but this is what is on my mind, and I, I feel like this is a, a really great place to share it but I was at my birthday dinner it was delicious with my really awesome girlfriend I mean she is just one of the coolest humans I have ever met like weird funny smart insightful like just the kind of person you want to be around because even if you feel like you're doing pretty good She's going to create space for you to do even better. And that's one of the things that I love most about her. And she does just such a good job of asking really good questions that get you thinking when you think it's just going to be like this chill convo or whatever. And then she takes it there. Um, If you're lucky, and I bet you will be, you'll probably meet her on an episode at some point in December. No promises, but. If you are so lucky to get to do that, um, buckle up because it's going to be, it's going to be a really good one. Um, But what, what she does is uh, she always asks her friends, which would now include me uh, a couple of questions at their birthday. And one of the questions is, what is your advice to future generations? And I was just sort of I don't know, spitballing, I kind of thought about it for a little bit, but just mostly said the thing that came to the top of my head. And it was to experiment, explore and use the results of whatever it is you do in whatever realm of your life. It doesn't matter if it's dating or eating or picking up hobbies or work or changing your career or going on a trip, doing whatever you want to do. Using the results of that willingness to play, to take a risk, to experiment and explore, and just kind of have fun with life. What a concept, um, to use those results as an opportunity to learn more about yourself and what you want. and use it as less of an opportunity to judge yourself or to take what you might deem as failure as a final result of of what you've done. And I think I've gotten so much better at that in the course of my 35th trip around the sun. Um, I'm really proud of the work that I've put into allowing myself to love myself more, to love others more. It's created so many Opportunities for me from a relationship standpoint in creating the Queer Impact Collective and all of the amazing connections and humans that has brought into my life. And just it also has given me the ability to navigate things when they aren't awesome, when they aren't inspiring, when they aren't fun. It's given me a really good perspective on how can i learn from this or how can this help me or how can i grow from it and i think that's so so important for any human in the world to be able to do particularly if you are living as a queer human out there in the world there's just this additional barrier that is kind of societally built in right i don't need to tell you this because you're if you're a queer human you're out there living it but that makes love for ourselves feel a little bit more inaccessible right out of the gate. And let's be honest, if we look at humanity, we all have issues to some degree with worthiness. We all have different things that drive us based on experiences we've had and and so on and so forth. But, um, I think if you can really take time to give yourself a break, to slow down, and to look at things that are happening in your life and find a way to find gratitude in them, to find the lesson, to really tune into where you are, what it means to you, how it's making you feel. And pay attention to the emotional nudges that you're getting sometimes. I mean, it's really like the universe is slapping you across the face like, hey, pay attention over here because I'm trying to teach you something. I'm trying to help you get out of this situation and move over to this thing that's going to feel so much more fun and authentic and awesome for you. And the clues are not always super obvious, but they are always there. And I think it's a matter of remembering that it's important to slow down, to give yourself way more credit than you think you deserve, to recognize that you, no matter what you do, what you believe, where you are, what you've done, any of that stuff, that you are worthy of love. You are worthy of an awesome life where you can live fully authentically and boldly as yourself. You are worthy of a life where you are free to love others without holding back and to love yourself without holding back and to make yourself available for others to love you too. Because I think a lot of times what happens is when we're so busy kind of keeping the walls up and not allowing ourselves just to love ourselves, it makes it a whole lot harder for us to let other people in, and and actually, truly, genuinely love us, because we kind of have to create that. What do you call that? Like, a, I'm wanting to say the word canal. I don't think that's, <laughs> I don't think that's right. But it's kind of a, it's a, a way make the what what am i saying i don't know but you have to you have to create that opening um in loving yourself in order for others to love you too and that's another i've i've learned so many things over the past year but just having that discussion with my girlfriend last night was really interesting and and I guess I just wanted to share it because I do think it's interesting how, in that process of healing, wherever you are in that process, because as we know this is a this is a never ending journey um while well, we are on this planet, and we don't know how long we have i mean it can literally be over at at any moment, and so i I think it's Important to slow down and have gratitude for the time that we've had here to love ourselves, to have fun, to explore, to experiment, to play, and to use it as an opportunity to get to know how awesome we really are. Because, I don't know, what I've learned is I'm pretty freaking awesome. I'm a really good human. And I can honestly say that I have grown leaps and bounds in the love that I have for myself and the way that has altered the way I'm able to show up for myself and in the world is immense, I would say. And I think that will be true for you as well. So I guess... My reflection and my advice is to have as much fun as you can, to slow down, to have gratitude for it. And no matter what happens, you can always use a result that you're getting or a thing that you're experiencing or a feeling that you're having to learn more about yourself, what is truly authentic for you what your values are and how you can have a whole hell of a lot more fun being the most fully expressed authentic loving version of you and I can't really think of anything better than that. So those are my thoughts as a 35 year and one day old human and I can't I can't even wait to hear what 36 year old Megs has to say. But thank you for Coming along with me for the past year for listening to the show and all of the amazing stories that we've been able to share over the past year, it has truly been an honor to create a space where those stories can be shared, where you can feel like you're part of a family, like you have people who are experiencing some of the same things as you, who are there to love on you when you can't love on yourself and all of that good stuff. It it has really been a fun time to do this show and to share the message and hopefully it has been a fun experience for you as well, because that is most definitely my hope for you. So that is all I have for you today. Um, Not even because now you can go listen to the podcast with Andrea and Mel, which is immediately after this one. I love you. And don't forget to keep it queer out there. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Out What Now podcast today. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so, so much to me if you could take the time to leave a five-star rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. And if you know someone who could use the message you heard in today's episode, please, please, please share it with them so that we can get this message out to as many people as possible. Thanks so much for being you and keep it queer out there.